1: Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, with me is my trusty co-host, Rob Langevin. How you doing, man?
2: Woo, woo, woo. That's me. No, <laughs> so What's woo. up, Kev? So oh. woo. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, I, I'm hyped, man. Football's back on, you know, get rid of these garbage international friendlies that we got to watch that really nobody cares about. Mm. And Both England help. matches were actually fun to watch, though. Yeah, but they're international friendlies, man. Come on. Yeah. That doesn't have – has no fantasy relevance to anything. <laughs> uh, was that a technical difficulty perhaps?
1: Yeah. I, I almost spilled my beer
2: again. Dude, don't do
1: – hashtag party fouls, hashtag pod
2: tea fouls. Hashtag there's <laughs> going to be nothing left in my beer by the time I go to drink it. That's a problem. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, the, football, is, football is – International football is – I mean, it's it's fun to watch. To be fair,
1: Jurgen almost lost his job last night, but then didn't. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah. I was I was telling a couple of people that I was hanging out with last night that my terrifying vision of the future is that when Simeone gets a big job, Pochettino replaces him at Atleti, because they already play similar play styles, and then Klinsmann comes back to Tottenham. Yeah, that'd you
2: actually know. be that'd be funny,
1: and it makes a lot of sense, like too much sense. Yeah, It it's.
2: Actually-
1: <laughs> Um well, well, the, fun, the funny me.
2: thing about the U.S. soccer games on last night, I totally mixed up the games because there was two games on. Oh, so you were watching a, the U23s lose to Columbia? Yeah, I was watching the Columbia game. I'm like, wait a second. Why do I not know any of these guys? I'm like, wow, Klinsman really wants to lose Dude, you should have known job. Miazga, Chelsea, and America. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I really wasn't paying that much attention because I watched <laughs> it for like five minutes, and I was like, who the wait. hell are all these lads on the pitch? I don't <laughs> know any of these guys. Why they lose three years old? They look like they're 17 and they're playing awful.
1: <laughs> you remember that moment when you were in school when you saw like a freshman class and you're like, "God, we were so much older than them at that age," which mm-hmm. makes no sense. are like, "They're so small." Like when the U23s walked out, I was like, oh, "They have to be 15, like yeah. max."
2: Yeah, oh. They're like,
1: they're all the size of Jordans or Kyrie, <laughs> except without the musculature. It's, except that they're not shaped.
2: They're not as wide as a Coke machine. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Um, alright, so we we were talking there about international football, back to fantasy football, which is probably what you're here for, other than just our amazing radio voices. Um <laughs> Man, we're back! Welcome to the show! <laughs> You sounded like uh, what is it, uh, Ezra and the douche or whatever it is from? uh, That's exactly what it is. Saturday
2: Night Live. It's a Saturday Night Live skit.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Oh, we're we're back! back! (laughs) Welcome (laughs) back.
2: Oh, man in the box. Oh, knock it off.
1: (laughs) Um, fantasy football. It's been a minute since it's been a thing, (laughs) as we've had two weeks off.
2: For me, so much energy. It was yeah,
1: way too much under- <laughs> it's been building up. Also, we're both crazy excited about baseball, which, you know, if you're playing at home, have a sip every time we mention a baseball player or baseball in the hole. You'll be in a nice place by the end of it. But uh, the last week I had was not tremendous by any stretch. Uh, 64 points. It was still more than the average, but there were some people that had massive scores. Shush, you can brag about it in a second there, Rob. <laughs> I <laughs> captain Sigurdsson over Mahrez, proved to be a mistake Mahrez gets 9, Sigurdsson gets 5, doubled to 10 Aphobe still manages to be in my team, gets 1, Aguero gets 2 Janmot, who I gambled big on, gets 1 and gets hurt Courtois gets 2 again, letting in leaky goal Alderweireld and Huth, the only people that held up their end of the deal Oh, also one Sir Harold Kane getting 16 points, who I also could have captained, but decided not to. Pretty frustrating week for me. We'll talk about my injuries here in a sec, but not before we allow Rob a few seconds to brag about how ridiculous his week was.
2: Yeah, my week was, was pretty phenomenal. Uh, I ended on 95 points. Um, everybody on my team, minus Arnautovic and Aguero, got five or above. Uh, I had Fabianski and Goal, who had six. Fuchs, Alderweireld, and Bellerin on defense. They had 9, 6, and 12. Uh, Payet, Arnautovic, Ali, Sigurdsson, Mares across the midfield. Aguero, just looking... The most expensive guy gets two points. It's kind of frustrating to swallow. And then Kane, I captained. He got 32. So I got a big old Tootsie Roll 95. You
1: captained Kane? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. (laughs)
2: So I went a big. I went all Tootsie Roll, ninety five south, and the boy sixty nine. No,
1: yeah, that that um I am very angry that you, Captain Kane, and I did not. Yeah. Uh, I th- I thought Sigurdsson was gonna go goal and assist. Just gets the assist. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what were you in, yeah. like the ninety nine point infinitesimal nines percentile?
2: You know, not only do we have this podcast, Kev, you know, but you do have my number. So when you want to ask personal advice, you can call me and I'll give you stout <laughs> expert fantasy advice. You just did. You know, you know
1: our listeners could get ready because you just told me that uh, Gene Segura, now batting lead up for the Diamondbacks. Yeah,
2: everybody got, got him in, in my league. He should, he should be drafted already. But if In 10 not, teams, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have uh, shorts you know, second base shortstop and then a middle infielder yeah. spot, yeah. I could see him being in the top thirty-six or 30 player. Yeah. That's not a bad shout.
1: Jonathan Scope is my boy, though.
2: <laughs> the only frustrating thing about Scope is that his
1: name isn't actually Shoop, so I can't make Shoop. any clever... Um, shoopy doop ee doop doop So I can't change my team name to accommodate that. Okay, so Rob was great. I was shit. Guess what? It gets worse. <laughs> because coming into this week, um, I have Janmott, Doubtful, Alderverald Doubtful, Worthwick-Jackson, crap and hurt. <laughs> Firmino, possibly still dealing with injuries. And because of all that, Afobe is still on my team, who I've mentioned for about a month now I wanted to get rid of. So Rob, we talked about this a little bit off air. I'm trying to hold off for my plan, which was originally to use my wild card in 35, which I think is your plan as well. Mm-hmm. Can I? Do you think I can hold on and try it, or do you think I probably need to cash in now?
2: Um... That's four guys right there that you're probably relying on. And three defenders, which is
1: what I mentioned, is that I'd have to do an all-out attack to field a whole team that I know will play.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only way that you could possibly do anything is... How much you have in the bank? 2.5. Okay, so you have money to play with, so it's not a complete lost cause. Right, but that is um, my uh, Lukaku fund. Yeah, but you can go from Kane to Lukaku. Oh, but Kane, though. I don't know. You know, it's a tough <laughs> thing to swallow, but I'm not, I'm not. I don't see as me I, I, as me being the expert. I can position my roster accordingly, mm. and I don't have to drop Kane if I don't want to to get LeGon
1: also off. from your expert position. Did you have a better idea than bringing in Cedric and Yanmot back to back weeks?
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I brought in Adam Smith. So okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point in the season, you know, you need needs to, a salary dump. You need a salary dump defender. You yeah. Know? And at this but point in the, the season,
1: everybody a, needs to start. Gambling to try to, mm-hmm. to try to climb up the ranks. That's what I did. They just both backfired terrifically.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, from from my standpoint, just telling me what you what you have on your roster, and you have two point nine. So try to do something close in price here for you. You should go. F- You're gonna have to make two changes. You're gonna take a minus. Without you, the only that's the only way you can compete this week. I would go from. You own three Leicester players.
1: Uh, I do not, no. I have two. Okay. I have Mara's so you, and who.
2: Okay, so you go from uh, Borthwick Jackson to, to, Sim- to Danny Simpson. Mm-hmm. And then you go from Benneka Foube. To Rashford? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about him a little bit later. It's Oh, man, it looks so tasty this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's not bad. out. And then it leaves me enough money, in theory, to switch to Lukaku for his double game week, which is another thing worth mentioning. Since we last spoke, Everton and Crystal Palace get their third double game week. Wait, does Palace have three or just two? Everton has three.
2: Uh, Whatever.
1: (laughs) It's not as important. You don't really want many Palace players. No, they only have two. But Lukaku does have three double game weeks, including four matches in between weeks 33 and 34. Is there any player you'd rather have the next two weeks?
2: Mm, well not that you don't need them this week you need them the next you need them next correct week. but you know what i i'm skeptical i mean yes there there isn't a better there isn't a more player that you want on your roster that was the worst english possible sentence i possibly could have said out loud <laughs> but from a standpoint of is, is there there's there's a chance that lukaku doesn't see all four games here i mean four games in 13 days that's rough on any player am i correct
1: Sorry, uh, missed the unmute button. Uh,
2: you are correct. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, Lukaku is a is a form player. And when he's playing, he plays all the time. But with four games in that short span of time, I'm a little nervous that he doesn't get all four games. I mean, yes, you kind of have to bring him in because if you're keeping up with the Joneses or the Lukakus or whatever, you kind of have to bring him in. But they're always that... I wouldn't like lay a chip on him, you know. I wouldn't lay a triple captain on him in any of these games because I'm fearful that he, you know, sits one of the games just and Kone. Turn up you know, one for one of them you know, yourself. maybe maybe Kone starts or, or... Nias,
1: who they spent a lot of money on in January, Absolute, that hasn't gotten absolutely. any
2: looks. Mm-hmm. I'm just skeptical that he sees you know four ninety minute affairs. I don't think that happens by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. It, and the funny thing is. Uh, I, I like the are you know we usually have we usually make a bet but we'll, like uh, for the games upcoming so I'm gonna yeah. put our bet on the table now. Okay. I'll I'll say that Connor Wickham scores more goals in his double in 33 than than Lukaku. Ooh, interesting. Whose palaces other the match? Norwich. Ooh, <laughs> that's tempting.
1: Although Pardew has shown a random affinity for just starting Otavio instead, <clears throat> which could Ooh. be frustrating.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Mm,
1: I'll take it. Yeah, I think Lukaku scores more in his double.
2: Hmm. Be a good boy, Danny. Mm. <laughs> oh wait, we mm. never
1: got our beer from the Anfield Index guys.
2: Did you really expect them. to think we were? Did you really think we were going to get it? Those friggin' Scousers? <laughs> the Scousers were not going to pay up. I
1: uh, I kind of did.
2: I have to get on
1: that. Um, they definitely owe us some stuff. No, but you you raise an interesting point. Yeah, I mean. Wickham would be a really interesting differential play. What's he on? Is he on like five ish? Yeah, yeah, me either. He should be around that area though, if I had to guess. Yeah, it could be it could be a very interesting one for that double, because we all know Everton's defense isn't exactly up to snuff. Actually, sixth worst in the league. Mm-hmm. Um and the the worst team that hasn't conceded fifty yet. <laughs> so yes. they're they're well on their way. Martinez has done a terrific job making their defense as awful as possible. Yeah, Wickham no, is, I, that's. him is
2: five five.
1: Ooh, hmm. I don't know if I love that. Although, if if you are doing a dismount from a foe like myself, that is an interesting. That is an interesting proposition.
2: Yeah, um, a little, <clears> little <throat> sow Cow move if you want to
1: go from <laughs> foe fo- bay. Sow cow. <laughs> and you know what? West Ham have been prone to the random awful goal conceded. Oh, totally. you could make that move this week if you wanted. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a very interesting point you make there. Um, with the Everton announcement, we already talked there a little bit about how they have three double game weeks. Does this or or wild card usage mean that you're changing up your strategy at all?
2: No, I'm I'm still doing the exact same thing. Uh, I think it maybe I think I flip flopped bringing in Lukaku in 33 instead of 34 of that transfer. Because now I'll just use it for the double games. You know, both doubles instead. Um, I'm still bringing in... Uh, who am I bringing in? I don't even know. I'm bringing in a Liverpool player this week. Uh, and then switching out Vardy for whoever I feel like from the striker standpoint. Whether it be uh, Rashford or uh, from Because they both have doubles in 34. Mm-hmm. And then Lukaku to... Whoever I want, but those are those are my three moves in the next three weeks. So, yeah,
1: fair enough. So, uh, so yeah. I'm getting
2: I'm getting rid of Kane, I, but I'm just gonna have to do it. For Lukaku. No, well, I'm probably gonna do it in week for I'll do it for for Rashford, and then wow, for, I'll that's go from a lot Bard, of money. I'll go from sure. Vardy to yeah Vardy to Lukaku. I mean yeah yeah. What do I say? Vardy to Lukaku, and then Kane to Rashford the following week. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that sounds intricate and, but definitely and mobile. then and then my plan right after that is I'm not going to be with, I'm only going to be without Kane for one week, so I'm bring using the game the wild card in week 35. so oh. I, bring him back, I bring him right back in.
1: Gotcha. So. <clears throat> yeah, because he plays in 35. While a lot mm-hmm. of people are missing out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that sounds very strategically sound. If only other alleged co-hosts did such intelligent things with their team. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I think you you, in in order for you to avoid using your wild card this week, you definitely need to take a minus. Yeah. Um. I know it's tough to swallow this late in the season, especially if you're chasing points. And that's a an advisory for anybody listening at home. I know. Early in the season, I I'm, I'm always a big proponent of you know take the four, take the four, take the four. You'll make it up at the end of the season. But now with with seven games to go, yikes. Um. If if I commit to taking the minus four
1: and drop down from Jan Mott, who's also not playing to Simpson, instead of Borthwick Jackson up to Simpson, I could afford Lukaku this week without using Rashford. There you go. Yeah, I think I'll probably just do that. Although I do love some Marcus Rashford this week. Don't don't get it twisted at all. He's mm-hmm. he's our new <laughs> he's the new youth Manchester United player of the FPL round table. It was Worthwick Jackson there for a little bit. He ruined it. I know you loved you some uh, Lingard there for a little bit.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely showing like he could be a fantasy asset down the stretch, especially with the doubles that United has.
1: Yeah. All right, well, we kind of don't have loads to talk about unless you want to get into the actual injuries that happened, which I suppose we could. I
2: mean, mean, there's some of them that are significant. I mean, a lot of people were on Butlin's, you know, Goaltender yeah. job, but it, but the good thing about it is you weren't rostering after week 34 anyway because Stoke does not have a double, so you were already changing anyway. So the injury news really Shouldn't isn't that hurtful much. Yeah. And pe- people asking if you're looking for the best lateral move, I say you go Butlin to Simon mm. Uh
1: Any interest in bringing in uh, a Stoke reserve keeper in either Hoggard or or Kevin? sorry, that's uh Stoke, sorry, uh, um. Oh, right, we're talking about Stoke. I had already mentally moved on to Rob Elliott and was like, wait, what am I talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah. Given or Hoglin? Yeah, any, any interest there? I mean the the price tags are cool if you want a you know a secondary goalie, but once again, Stoke does not double. And if you're using a chip like your bench your bench boost or any of that stuff, you're kinda losing you're kinda limiting yourself to what you can you know gain.
1: Interesting. Like I said, I was already mentally moving on to Newcastle who do have a double. Does Darlow interest you at all oh. at three nine or just you'd rather With, avoid that? Yeah.
2: Without Without Yanma and their their defense is not awesome. I know they're they're probably in the bottom six, right? Defensively, oh, they have to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Yamat's out. Colicini's, Second worst. Fifty five. Colacini's not even. I think he's still a doubt. Mm. You know, you no, know, they're still without Haidara. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, there's not really much there. You know, and the funny thing is, you know, if you're looking for a good, you know, uh, differential play on defense. That I know he costs a little bit more than a than a cheap defender, but but Chancel and Bemba, how that yeah. four point four point nine, he's owned like zero point one percent of leagues. It's he plays like you said, he plays a double. Both are at home. Newcastle plays. It's a it's touch. basically
1: the logic that I had for Jan Mott. It's just he ended up yeah. getting hurt. Yeah,
2: Newcastle plays a touch better at home. Not they're not fantastic at home. I mean, they have twenty five points together. If they have thirteen at home and twelve on the road, that means they're playing a little better at home. But. Um, yeah, I d I don't really trust anybody, but anybody looking for a long shot home run. Look at him Bembo or maybe Laskelis. Uh yeah,
1: yeah Las L. Yeah, not a bad shout. Uh this is awful hosting. I'm gonna get, jump back to Stoke where we already just were. Does this affect your evaluation of the Stoke defenders?
2: Oh, absolutely. Peters is a doubt this week as well, so I don't know if he's gonna play. He's he's got a he's got a yellow box next to him right now. Um especially hey Butland is you know, he's Captain Jack and he's the rudder of the stoke defense so you know how how well does a, a ship sail without a rudder it, it sounds like a the fortune cookie thing <laughs> you know but it, i'm skeptical i don't own a stoke defender i know you were on the peters and volshide for yeah, it was a while previ- ago yeah from from previous times but yeah i it all comes down to doubles now for everybody and including myself like if if you don't have a double player that's set up for now or the future i don't know how you're setting up your roster um, you're either just middling, or you just don't care, or you're you're trying to figure out how fantasy baseball works.
0: <laughs>
2: but yeah, um, this everything right now should be with eyes on week 34. I I understand people want to load up on week 33. But how many Everton players do you want to bring in? You trust anybody on their defense? Look at the price no, tag of Everton defenders. No, no, no. They're they're awful. I mean, Seamus Coleman, what is he, five was he five nine, five oh. eight?
1: <laughs> oh, you you might enjoy this. Um, on the EPL show, I said that um, John Stones is just a tall Vlad Kirikash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got I
1: mean, some flag for that, believe it or Kier, not. you mind, Kier, you mean Kirkov? No, I mean, Vlad Kirikesh, the Spurs one that used to play the ball over attackers' heads instead of just dribbling around them. Because John Stones is constantly out of position doing nonsense ball skills. Like, dude, stand in the middle. Spelled churches, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we got, we got some flack for that. Although, uh, Jan Kirikov has been better since that one match when I said he'd be good and then he was immediately awful, like you said.
2: Oh, he's playing because he's playing a different role. They're like, "All right, let's sneak this guy up the pitch and
1: see where we can find him." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like what we did with Dyer, except Dyer is actually good at both positions. Yeah,
2: he's playing a defensive midfield. He's a yeah. six foot four traffic cone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, man, it works for Fellaini. No, it doesn't. That's untrue. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't work for Fellaini either. Um, other injuries that happened: uh, Eric Lamela dealing with a muscle injury, thanks to the Argentine press for being so specific. Um, Toby, Toby is dealing with gastroenteritis with the recovery time of. He's got the itis. Of, he does. Of he one to three weeks. Oh my gosh, that Chappelle's get. Ate
2: too oh, many Oh man. Oh, I got the
1: itis. <laughs> um, so Toby's a question mark. I still think he probably plays. So if, if I do do, uh, what Rob advised, which by the way was not just a cheap ploy for fantasy, uh, knowledge for myself, but to share with you guys. Uh, if sure. I. D- <laughs> Wink! Um, uh, if I do bring in Simpson and Lukaku, I'd start Huth, Cedric, and Simpson, or sorry, I'd start Huth, Aldebarrel, and Simpson, and then have Cedric as my first sub, uh, to potentially take Toby's spot if he doesn't play. Although, Cedric also only plays every other match. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how all of that ends up shaking out. But that, that's an interesting thing with, uh, Toby there. In midfield, Coutinho potentially could have picked up a knock. Firmino does have a knock in his hamstring, which is why he didn't join Brazil in the first place. What are you doing with those
2: Liverpool midfielders? I'm I'm waiting. Uh, you don't need them until 34. Uh, you know their their matchup this week is is iffy at best, especially if they don't play. So you're not really they're playing first. I mean, you don't really want to bring anybody against the top top defending team, even if they are without Toby. Uh, Firmino or Coutinho is is a hold. Right now, I know they've been transferred in like over a hundred and sixty thousand bajillion times already because people wanted to jump on the bandwagon early for the Liverpool double in '34 because the matchups are okay. Um, yeah, it's a complete hold right now for me for those for the Liverpool duo. Um, same thing through the midfielders and Andre Ayu is still injured is injured as well. You missed one on defense. Ryan Bertrand's a question mark for Southampton. Oh, I really kinda of been crap this year anyway, so Yeah, but they're playing Leicester anyway. Leicester's gonna score yeah, one goal yeah. and they're gonna win one nothing. That's what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, that's what they've been doing the past year. But, few but that's fine. That's fine by me. They're gonna win it. They're gonna win it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, a, not I've been a Leicester sure. fan since some since two thousand fifteen. <laughs> uh, I have a friend
1: that uh, we tried getting into football this year. And uh, he picked Lester so that he wouldn't have to really care. And now he, like, gloats about it all the time. And we're just like, See? really? I knew what I was talking about. Really? Literally, the reason he picked them was, A, he thought there wouldn't be any pressure. And, B, David Rudder, who's the line producer for FIFA, yeah. is a Lester fan. He's like, that guy always seemed nice. <laughs> that was... He
2: always seems like he would share. <laughs> that
1: was... That was the deciding factor mm-hmm. was how nice that one FIFA guy seemed. So <laughs> anyway, uh he he was fortunate this year. Uh but if he ever steps to me talking crap about how they're gonna beat Tottenham, I will put him in the ground. Yeah. Um <laughs> make no mistake about that. Unless you're listening NSA, in which case, haha, jokes. Um yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we can head on now to our starts and sets. This will probably be a little bit of a, a shorter episode just because there isn't as much to talk about, but...
0: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4 e or Summit 4 e. You like what? that
1: dramatic pause? You like
0: that dramatic pause? People dun, in dun, England dun.
1: just heard about their junior ISA offer for more of his access. Hopefully they'll give me like an extra five bucks for saying it in show. Um, Alright, Uh so four start sits. Of course, we'll start with forwards. The easy pick of the week, Aguero versus Bournemouth, who have been better defensively, but Tottenham undid them. I just don't think that they can contain Aguero. If I had any faith in Silva anymore, this would be one for him to be owned in, but I don't. Um, we talked about Marcus Rashford. Three goals in his last five. Did I, did I tell you about his shot accuracy in his last four games, which are his only four Premier League games? No, what is it? Literally 100%. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my stars. <laughs> but seriously, 100% shot accuracy in his four matches. Uh, I, and like I said, Everton, sixth worst, worst defense in the league. I'm I'm all about Rashford this week. Although you know I might not. I might just switch to Lukaku. But I love him. Diafrasako, if you already have him, play him. It's a good matchup. But there's no use in actually picking him up, because after this week, he plays Arsenal, Leicester, Watford, and then blanks in thirty-five.
2: So that's so not
1: so there's that. Yeah, so that's not great. Uh, and then, uh, just so that I can take all of the forwards worth mentioning, and then you have to go second. Uh, Solomon Rondon, three goals and an assist in his last five, facing Sunderland, who have improved defensively because Jan Kirchhoff isn't a defender <laughs> anymore. Uh, but not enough to really make this a tough matchup. The one problem with Rondon is his low shot totals. He usually has a shot or two on target a game, and then usually <laughs> when he does, they go in, but He's like the the anti-Defoe. Defoe Defoe puts loads of shots on and some of them go in. Rondon's strike percentage is insane because he's hardly ever shooting, but when he does, he tends to find goal. Uh, In the midfield, it's a Chelsea player. People have been up and down on Willian all year. Only a goal and an assist in his last five, but 20 chances created uh, facing Aston Villa, which is the league's worst defense. You have to like that. The shots on target haven't been there as much lately, uh, but you got to imagine that Aston Villa will be a perfect uh, cure for those ills. Uh, and then a sneaky one, if Coutinho was fit. Uh, if <laughs> th- There's a lot of ifs in the sentence that I'm in the middle of. If Coutinho's healthy, and if Toby Alderweireld's not, Coutinho could be an interesting play. But if you're playing the official game, you won't know that nearly in enough time. But if you do play in other leagues, that's an interesting one. Uh, defenses, I like Chelsea, West Ham, and Stoke. This week, even without Butland, but that one's a little iffy. I still like Tottenham and Manchester United. You're still probably playing your stars from them, but if you have doubled up in defense with those, I'd probably avoid that this week.
2: Good, good picks, man. I'm, I'm sorry I stopped listening halfway through it.
1: <laughs> See, that's the problem with having such a soothing voice as people just find themselves drifting off to their happy place.
2: Yeah. So... uh <laughs> Where where did you start? Up top in the back? Yeah, I started with forwards. Unsurprisingly, right. so I always I always go <laughs> antithesis. Anybody who listens to this, you know, I'm always different. Kevin just lists the top top guys, and I just pick guys that are awesome. Uh, but he he picked a good one. I, I'm i my guy was Marcus Rashford this week um, with a pimp to Danny Welbeck as well. Um, those are my two. Rashford, you know, I love the matchup. I think Everton is leaky, uh, like Kevin said. They're in the bottom eight. All right, and defensively, is that what you said? Bottom eight defensively? Six. For bottom six defensively. It's even worse. Mm-hmm. It's just exaggerating numbers and it doesn't even make <laughs> sense. Uh through the midfield. I liked your I liked your tout for Chelsea because they win the We're Playing Aston Villa award this yeah, week.
1: Love that award.
2: But I'm gonna go with uh Cesc Fabregas uh instead of William. Uh I think Yeah, he's Cesc, been turning it around for sure. Cesc seemed like he was more involved last week and he is the PK guy now. So Keep that in mind. Mm. Um, oh, sh- oh, really? Yeah, Interesting. Th- yeah. Uh, so take that into consideration. Another shout-out from an unsung hero of one of my boys who's back playing and featuring for West Ham. How about Manuel Lanzini? Yeah.
1: Just not,
2: just not owned. He's a fabulous player. And 4. they picked 9. him up
1: on a permanent as well.
2: Yeah, 4.9. You know, he's on 0.5%. He's got a double in two weeks. I know he blanks in 35. And then he bl- he's he got another double in 37. You're looking for a cheap midfielder to squeeze in there for your bench boost or your all at attack. Look at Manuel Lanzini. Uh on defense, uh it, he's been quiet for a while and people are riding him for a while, riding him defensively because he was scoring goals. But I'm gonna give a shout to Patrick Van Einholt this week. I think he scores yeah. against West Brom. Uh West the baggies. Um more like colostomy baggies. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy gross. <laughs> But yeah, Van Idle's been very sneakily quiet lately, um, which is usually good from a fantasy perspective because that means nobody's going to be on his jock. So that's what you want, like basically under-owned and underutilized and or dropped completely. And nobody's really looking at Sunderland from anything because they don't have any doubles and they blank, I believe. So uh, that's my starts. Uh, We'll go right into my sits. So I kind of generalized it. Because I I couldn't really think of anybody that I really wanted to, to sit specifically, but without we talked about it before with Butland's injury, Stoke defenders they could all be thrown in the trash can. Uh, I know there's a good value there because price wise they're good, but most of their most of their value has already been had this season. You don't want to try to regain value on somebody that's already given you value back. You know, no sense trying to return value. It's like going to the grocery store, opening up a can of a six pack of Coke, and then returning the cans. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense because you've already consumed the goodies. Uh, through the midfield, I'm avoiding this game. We talked about the injuries to Firmino and Coutinho. Uh, Liverpool's playing Spurs. Um, Kev, how many goals have Spurs let up in the last six games? Mm. Spurs, no, the top of the head.
1: Six. That's interesting. In the last five, it's four.
2: Okay, so there you go. If if Liverpool get one here, would that be a would that be a? I think that'd be a great victory for Liverpool if the game ended one one.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think score draw is, is kind of the upside for them. Honestly, Dele Alli is the only midfielder here that I'm trusting from either side. Really.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't trust Eriksen. I wouldn't trust any. I think Eriksen's going to be have his hands full trying to track back defensively in this game a lot. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Liverpool the midfielders are a, a, an avoid for me. They're not a complete avoid, but if Firmino moder- was fit, he wouldn't be oh, for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. but but he's he's questionable, and I don't I don't trust it. And for the forward, you know, uh, there's not really many options that you're gonna look at and sit this week. Um, how about friggin uh, anybody from Arsenal? I, cause you, you never know who's gonna play or contribute, and. It seems like Walcott's due for a, a, a big blow-up and crying about not playing again. He just
1: randomly popped up with a yellow today, I think I saw.
2: Yeah, so... It's, it's so I frustrating, mean,
1: I, yeah, because they play him over there. They were playing uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain over there for a little bit. They were playing Joel Campbell over there for a little bit. They played Ramsey on the right wing at times.
2: They have Dvorak Origi over there. That's Liverpool. Whatever. They What's his name, Joel Campbell? <laughs> <laughs> name? Yeah. That's the guy I'm thinking of, Joel, yeah, Campbell. Joel Campbell. My bad. Yeah. I, I make mistakes too <laughs> it's just not in fantasy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. oh no, wait, what did I do? I said Danny Welbeck for friggin' starts. Oh, well, anyway, I mixed up my teams. But anyway, hey. cool. Danny Welbeck, Danny Welbeck is a start innocent for me. How's that? Hey, man, it's like Pandora's forward. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in, t- in two weeks, you want Danny Welbeck because nobody's really going to be owning him.
1: I guess, I guess I really wanted to go with Schrödinger's forward <laughs> for that reference. Maybe. He's both good and not good this week. Um, Yeah, I agree with you in forwards. I'm sitting every forward in the Watford-Arsenal match. I don't want any part of that. We already know about Giroud's struggles with Sanchez. Walcott plays better with him, dealing with injuries. Also been playing on the wing. Icalo's done very, very little the past few weeks other than a goal, funnily enough, against Arsenal uh, in the Cup. Um, I don't really like Troy Deeney anymore. (laughs) I've just kind of been put off him. I just think that both of them have pretty stout defenses. It's, honestly, I cannot comment on how good Watford have been enough. They have 32 goals conceded this year, which means they're tied for fifth mm-hmm. in the league. Mm-hmm. It's nuts how strong they've been defensively. Although, it is what happens when you put Etienne Kapo in front of a defense. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And he actually cares, because he very much never cared at Tottenham. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really think that this is a, a game where there are going to be many goals. I could easily see this being a nil-nil or a 1-0 to Arsenal at, at the late stages just to anger me. Um, so, yeah, kind of, kind of off both groups of those. Um, in the midfield, uh, the last episode, because I, I retype in my notes in the same document, and uh, I was talking about how uh, Everton midfielders had a tough matchup against Arsenal. And I'm just going to repeat that, <laughs> but against Manchester United this week. Still the last five matches, Lennon is the one leading them in points. That's laughable, it really is. Barkley just has really, really fallen off the pace. And I, I just don't trust anybody else that's that's in and around there. Having to decide if it's going to be Morales that gets a run-out match-to-match is, is something you just want to avoid on the whole. So I, I'd avoid that. I'd also... Hmm, would I avoid Manchester United-Milpoulos? I mean, yes, because you never know which ones are going to be put out there. Juan Mata really mm-hmm. hasn't done much of consequence in a while. Herrera looks like he's picked up a knock as well. I think Schweinsteiger's out for quite some time. Schneiderlin's been very useless as a fantasy option <laughs> this year. Um, so I'm going to say, also don't start Manchester United midfielders. Although I doubt many of you were going to
2: anyway. So well, the funny, the funny thing about Everton and midfielders and. Everton in, in the whole. I know we touched on it before, but I want to touch on it again. Mm. You know, besides Lukaku, who are you bringing in there for week thirty three and thirty four? Double.
1: I, I think Lennon is a sneaky one, but
2: that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, but it. Who, Those are who, literally the two. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna trust Joel Robles? <laughs> Robles? Ro- Robles? <laughs> I mean, but honestly, I, I'm getting a kick out of reading these people on posting uh, their their team and saying, oh, I'm I'm using my wild card and bringing th- in three three uh Everton players and three uh, the, three Liverpool yeah, don't, players. Don't don't, don't do what's, that. What's, what's, <laughs> what 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 three players? Are You imaginarily bringing in uh the the all-time Everton leading scorer, whoever it may be, uh Phil McCrackin. With Liverpool,
1: Sturridge, Firmino, Moreno, I could excuse Moreno. I, I mean he's a he's a winger that just happens it's, to play left.
2: Like, I is the bring in there. If you're bringing in a third player. It or Oh Miggs? It, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it'd be it'd be mini lake.
1: Hmm. What are what are those what are those matchups? Well, let's call those up. Tottenham, Stoke, Bournemouth, Everton, Newcastle, Swansea, Watford, Chelsea, West Brom. Yeah. Yeah. Tottenham and it, Everton you don't love. Everything else is just kinda like okay.
2: The week thirty seven is the is the key here. It's the ones you're looking at.
1: Yeah, Watford and Chelsea. You don't hate
2: it. No, though it's not that's not ideal. Yeah. You're but gonna use him for both home matches uh, and, as well. You're going to use him for the double and 34. You use him for 35 and 36, and then if you're using a chip in 37, you'll get one good game and then maybe a something else. But then again, he finishes up with West Brom. So yeah, yes,
1: uh, 34 is Bournemouth Everton, 35 Newcastle, 36 Swansea, no problems there. 37 Watford Chelsea probably gets a cleaning in there. I don't know which I think, one. I think probably gets, I think
2: he gets three. He gets at least three cleans in there.
1: Like remit for rest of season or in those specific doubles? At,
2: at least three. He gets three cleans out of those games. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, yeah. now. That's just saying that just looking at the games right yeah, now. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd agree with that. that. That is a really good shout. I like that. Especially like, you know, I,
1: I um tied up a lot of my money in keepers. I, I'm a big believer in having the flexibility based on matchups. Mm-hmm. And so I've had Forrester and Courtois for a while, but both of them were leaking goals. So I've been looking at downgrading one of them. Minouli might be might be an interesting option there because <laughs> as I'm sure you know as a Chelsea fan, your end of season is very strange. It's like mm-hmm. amazing team crap team, amazing team meh, amazing awful. It's it's gonna be a weird roller coaster of, of matchups. So yeah,
2: it's it's so, definitely a on off. You yeah, know,
1: so so bringing in somebody like Minule where you know in his worst match he's like a B option, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yes, I think I like think that. the
2: two goalies you if you you look you're looking at right now is if you're looking at a straight week game week 34 and you're using your wild card bench boost, it's probably you're bringing in Adrian De Gea or Minule. Those are the three guys that you're probably looking at. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not a bad shout
1: by any stretch. All right, we already talked about uh, my team at length. Oh, I didn't talk about defenses that I'm not huge fans of. Like I said, oh, you know what? Yeah. I want to
2: talk about. y'all well, get ahead.
1: I'm sorry. Talk about your defense. <laughs> yeah, um, just Spurs and United. Like I said, you don't want to start multiples, but you, you your team isn't good enough probably to sit one of them. Uh, I I think I forgot to mention in in defenses. I obviously do like Arsenal this week um, against Watford, but I don't really trust. What, ah, see, you know what? I'm going to have a Schrodinger's pick as well. Uh, Stoke being both good and bad. Because I think it's very possible that Sigurdsson scores because he's on a freaking tear right now. Um, and no butlin to stop it. Like, if you have Sigurdsson on a free kick within 30 yards against a keeper that hasn't played all year.
2: It's on frame. It's going to be on frame. Yeah. It's yeah, all, it's yeah. all
1: matter. And are they going to get to it? I, I don't know. So, Stoke, <laughs> so I'm kind of iffy on uh, defensively as well. Also, I could see Palace scoring. Blassie has been really good, not fantasy-wise, but real-life-wise since returning. I think he could turn West Ham for a loop. What were you going to say?
2: Oh, I, I wanted to add one more topic before we got into transfers and who we were yeah, bringing yeah. in and stuff. Uh, since since his, he was a fantasy at like attribute really early in the season, and now since he's starting to play and getting training, what what do you think about Kevin De Bruyne coming back? Interesting. Yeah, apparently he's returned to light
1: training uh, over the international break. He should be in full training start of next week. It's interesting, right? It, it definitely is.
2: It throws a monkey he, wrench in the Game should, Week 34 double for, for City.
1: Yeah, he should bring everything that Silva has failed to live up to. Silva has just been... You you know how high I was on Silva. Mm-hmm. You, you were the oh, thing. I love
2: Silva too. I,
1: I was saying that Silva was the best fantasy option coming into this year. Mm-hmm. And a large part of that is consistency. And it's something that he... Well, that's not true. I was going to say something he hasn't shown. He has been consistently average all season. It's been a great disappointment. So you put De Bruyne in there instead. Mm -hmm. Navas on the right. Also, Nasri is returning, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. Maybe they go pacey for the Mm -hmm. end of the season. Put De De Bruyne behind Aguero instead of Silva because you really wouldn't miss much.
2: Maybe they put two up top and play Ayanacho next to Aguero. That would be nice, but they always start Boney ahead of him. Oh, by the way,
1: uh, Boney is a player that I think
2: is completely useless and garbage, and you should go to somewhere else.
1: Yeah, like Tottenham. I think it's that's Ugh, a likely you, thing.
2: You you want him? No,
1: no, 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 no. I just uh, I think it's very likely. We've done it with City before. Oh my god! If
2: Going the guy moves, if the guy option, has to move guys. five feet for the ball, you're screwed. <laughs> well,
1: fortunately, we'd only be playing him in the Champions League, so <laughs> that's a that's a whole different problem. I I just think the deal makes a lot of sense for both sides, but yeah, uh, not that I like it, just it makes sense. Um yeah. but yeah they they've shown a preference to Boney, which is insane. I I think Aguero Anige, and Nacho would put defenses regardless of who they are on their heels in a big way. Um mm-hmm. and if you put De Bruyne behind that like like if you ran something Louis van Gaal ran with the Dutch team at the World Cup mm-hmm. and you run you run a 3-5-2 mm-hmm. with Nacho Aguero and De Bruyne as your front three that that could be mm-hmm. devastating. You can play Zabaleta again because now he doesn't have to worry about tracking back, and you can play Color off as well because both of them are incredible deliverers of the ball.
2: Yeah, just as long just as long as they don't have to play Demichelis.
1: <laughs> well, um, he might be banned for the rest of the season due yeah, to gambling.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw. I saw. that today.
1: That honestly funny. might help Manchester City, um, but no, De Bruyne. De Bruyne is a really interesting one. I think the problem people will find is that by the time we know he's back most people will have already used their wild cards and it would be very hard to just fit him in because most people have turned off the Alexis and the Silvas so not a whole lot of people have loads of money left in their midfield so it might take so if if he's in full training next week, you don't want to start him not this weekend but the following you're starting him three weeks from now. if you have to make two moves to make the money work, now you're talking about match week 35. And then you only have three weeks with them. So yeah, maybe that wouldn't work out. But if you have a wild card, I like. I'm I'm hoping I will still have mine. That is definitely a name to keep an eye on. If you're planning on wild carding in 35, like we are, bringing him in for 36, I think that would be very interesting. Yeah. All right. You You're adjusting your mic? Is you're agreeing with me? <laughs> All right. Like I said, already talked about my team. What's what's happening with you, homie?
2: Um, I'm good, man. It's fantasy baseball season. Sorry for fixing my mic. I was having a little headphone di- discussion here with <laughs> myself. Well, I was saying, uh, what are you?
1: What are you gonna do with your team? Any, oh, any, what am I gonna do with my team? You have to
2: do. You know, I I don't have to do anything. I have enough players on my team that I can form a team that I'd be happy with. I got Fuchs, Beller and Cresswell, Toby in the back. So I, if Toby doesn't play, I'm fine. Um, I don't really need to make a transfer if I don't want to because I'm not really building for week 33. I'm shooting for 34 and beyond. Hmm. Um, I have Paya, Alim, Arnautovic, Mares, and Sigurdsson through the midfield. No reason really to change any of that. Um, Kane, Vardy, and Aguero up top. There's no reason to change any of that either. Um, everybody has okay fixtures. They're not going to be you know dynamite You know goal scorers. Yeah, these aren't but- the
1: weeks that captain them, probably. Although, like I said, Aguero against Bournemouth may tempt me.
2: Yeah, I'm there's no I'm not tempted to do to triple captain or do anything thinking like that. Um but yeah, I mean I'm sitting here looking at my team and remember how I said that you were looking for an option, a good lateral move? I actually mentioned to him already who I thought you should do. You should go CBJ to to the the other close-up from Norwich.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh not Miroslav Tim.
2: Yeah, with 2Ms, am I is that yeah, how you the X's fill He's Got two M's and a Q, I think. Hashtag two M's. Yeah. Next three: Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Sunderland. Yeah,
1: yeah. We talked about that a little bit in the international break. That you were, yep. you were kind of into. He's got some, 19 some points in section. his last three. They're yeah. coming
2: off two clean sheets, right? Yeah, 19 points in his last
1: three. Man, yeah, definitely, definitely an interesting option there um, for my team. Assuming that I do make those moves, which I can't imagine why I wouldn't, but I may just wait. Till Friday, just to make sure <laughs> nothing else injury-wise has cropped up. Um, probably doing what she said. Probably switching Yamat to Simpson. Aphobe to Lukaku. Uh, so then my team would look like uh, Courtois against Aston Villa, which you, you gotta like. Although Rudy said could get his stupid face on a header <laughs> at any point. Um, but then, yeah, so I'd have Simpson, Toby, and Huth. Uh, with Cedric potentially coming off the bench if he actually plays and if Toby actually misses. Payet, Ali, Marez, Siggy, and Firmino across the three. But if I bring in Lukaku, I could play Firmino and put. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Who would I bench to get Lukaku in there? Hmm. Wow. It might be insane, but maybe Ali versus Liverpool. No. 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 <laughs> no. I just talked about how Sigurdsson will destroy Stoke though.
2: Hmm. Who are your other? Payet, Morris, and
1: who? Uh Ali Sigurdsson and Firmino.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, I was thinking about, about playing Firmino and then using somebody as a backup, but I may just sit Firmino
2: against mm. Tottenham,
1: who is a very good defense anyway. I
2: don't I don't think he play I don't think he plays.
1: And even he plays. if he does, it's a great defense. And if he starts, he probably plays sixty minutes, and if he doesn't, he probably just plays like thirty. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'll probably bench Firmino. Um, so Payet Ali Mara Sigurdsson across the middle Aguero Lukaku and Kane up top which coming down to the captaincy options Ho oh, Payet versus Palace Stoke versus Sigurdsson I said that backwards for no reason or Aguero versus Bournemouth I'd probably cap Aguero honestly
2: mm-hmm. Yeah that's that uh, You know what I I have a fear. Kane's going to score this week but I think Aguero gets two
1: Yeah and we've talked about that before that I would bet that Kane scores in more individual matches than Aguero. Mm-hmm. But Aguero definitely has more multis than Kane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's a good question for you. Mm. Since, since I'm looking at my own team. Would you start Christian Fuchs against Southampton or Cresswell against Crystal Palace? Hmm. Or would you sit Toby and play in both?
1: Interesting. Ooh, that is Interesting. Toby, because we keep talking about the injuries that Toby and Firmino, but yeah. there's no doubting that they're facing the, a strength of the opposite team. Yeah, yeah. I honestly might. Yeah, I mean, I'm already I sitting. Vard- I'm
2: already sitting Vardy. So.
1: Yeah. No. I'd I'd probably start. Who's like I said, like we we should hear in Pacha's press conference through, on Friday. The top three You right have now. to. You you do have to. It, it, I'm not it, as big on Cresswell.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I'd, I'd wait till Pacha's press conference on Friday to hear yeah. what's actually happening with Toby. Yeah. Uh, For, and, and that's just good advice, period, because we should also hear from Klopp about Firmino by then. Except I could see both of these managers keeping their cards close to their chest or vest, depending what island you're on.
2: They, they were vests. <laughs> did, did they look like Aladdin?
1: Yeah. Or Prince Schre- Ali, Schre- Della, is he mighty <laughs> up?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is that really? A, is that a chant? I it's not. Of. I literally just came up with that, but now I want it to be a thing. Yeah, we'll just go into the fan chants and submit it. Oh god, I would be that American guy. Fair enough.
1: Yeah.
2: Who are you captaining? Uh, like it's probably gonna be Aguero, but like, um, because yeah, our part- midfields are the same, right? Pajet, and Elie, Sigurdsson, Morris. That's Ooh, mine. no, I formino instead of already. Arnie, yeah. I'm not. The, I didn't make that move yet. Firmino yeah. is the move for Arnautovic, but it'd right. be like two weeks in, from now. But I'm waiting yeah. because I don't know if he's injured, or, and there's no reason to bring him in because of the, the tough fixture. Yeah, so no. I may just wait and have two fi- two transfers for next week. So
1: yeah, uh, remember <laughs> reminding people that before the last match week, my two moves were Yamat and Firmino. Both got injured. Both got me one point.
2: Yay for success! Woo! <laughs>
1: Freaking nailed it. Okay, so we haven't really gotten into much nonsense on this show. So, who is the Andrew McCutcheon of fantasy soccer?
2: Andrew McCutcheon, somebody who's been not with the- a
1: plus but he's a level all the time
2: hmm. but he's been with the cl- uh, one club for a while Ugh. Christ yeah How about Joe ledley
1: <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Palace? Sure. I like Joe uh-huh. ledley. Him, him, and Mila Jednak him are heroes. I mean, and neither his... of them are actually that good, though.
2: No, uh, no. I, I was, yeah. I was being, I was completely. It crazy. was funny um,
1: though. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah.
2: Maybe, um, maybe
1: someone like Coutinho. No, he's too up and down. No,
2: but you're gonna have to somebody who's been on the the, the club that that club for a while through the ups and downs. Um, Gareth Barry. Interesting. But he's not he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a little older and you know he's played longer with you know um yeah
1: maybe maybe somebody like now
2: not them, who's like, the like, lo- who's that the longest tenured spur right now
1: oh interesting uh rosen walker because mm-hmm. because they both uh were named in the youth uh they t- you like for the champions league you have some players you don't have to fully declare mm-hmm. if they're part of your youth setup but they can still appear mm-hmm. Rose and Walker were both on that. Oh, th-
2: this is easy. The answer is Zig, uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. There's the answer.
1: Well, he left to go to plays, Tottenham. But... Plays
2: center of the pitch. McCutcheon plays center yeah. field. All right. He's been with Spin Swansea for six years. He just
1: plays it? his game, kind of regardless of what's going on around him. All right. Okay. I'm on board with that. Do you have any nonsense to ask me?
2: No, man. Uh, I didn't hear actually what you said. I'm sorry.
1: Do you have any <laughs> nonsense for me? That was my nonsense Oh, for you. yeah. I
2: got a total good one. <laughs> okay. Um when you go in when you when you meet one of your boys like you're when you when you go in you you go in and you, you slap hands it's your boy. when you go when slap you go hands in, when you when you go slap slap hands uh, <laughs> when, when you go in for the for the hug do you do you open hand or closed hand on the back i do closed hand double tap and do you do you give him the, the full chest or you give him a shoulder uh usually usually the
1: full full frontal full frontal <laughs> closed fist double tap <laughs> close,
2: Full, the full Monty of handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Or well, okay. Well, there are two. There are two modes, and uh, it's whether or not you're doing the hand clench, because then mm-hmm. it's one hand double tap at the
2: back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you, you lock you lock thumbs and then you pull it out and you do through. I do a snap in there sometimes. You okay. Like a snap yeah. Yeah.
1: Thing. Makes sense. Makes sense, dude. We need to come up with a podcast handshake. With baseball season coming back, when they have, like, the 30-second long ones. Yeah,
2: those it's are like, fun. I remember
1: them when, so
0: when
2: I played baseball.
1: Also, how crazy was, like, were you on Twitter Saturday and Sunday when, like, everybody was freaking out that Matt Harvey was going to die? He wasn't going to die. Come
2: on. He went out for his birthday. Christ, relax. No, I mean, he, had, he had blood clots in his stomach. Yeah, in his bladder because he was yeah. drinking for his birthday. Well, they thought
1: it was cancer, which is why they sent him. Oh all the
2: tests. God. Oh my god! So you weren't
1: on Twitter because everybody was losing their puny minds.
2: Yeah, it was of crazy. They, of course they were. Somebody,
1: o- somebody almost got him in our league on the trade <laughs> from the guy that was panicking, but broke the well, news too soon.
2: Well, knock wood, it's not cancer. I mean,
1: dude. right? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. You'd never wish it on anybody.
2: No, absolutely not. But
1: yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, that's all the fantasy and nonsense for us today. Tell the folks where they can find you at soccer.rasball.com. com.
2: You can find me at soccer.rasball, Whatever Kevin just said. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at so- smoky underscore loogie, uh, or you can find me on this podcast, or strolling down the street, usually in spandex. Or you know what I? Used, you know what I started doing? I started wearing mm-hmm. spandex with biking shorts and then pushing my bike around. Total way to meet new people, dude. They're like, <laughs> you, you bike? I'm like, no. <laughs> you could just walk a dog, man. Same yeah. result. Yeah, I don't like. It. I'm, I'm, I'm over. I'm over dogs for right now. Wow, that's a that's a bold claim, man. They're both. They, I just both. They both died in the last year. I'm oh, bummed. oh, oh! Way to way to kill the show, Kev. Cherish every moment, listeners. That's that's,
1: that's where we're landing on that.
2: Um, say, you either sound like you just sound like a Kodak commercial or a, a cher- Cherish or a commercial that <laughs> promotes like like hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> cherish every moment
1: of your healthy bum hole. Um, I am Kevin DeVries at Kev on Twitter. I'm having a bit of a slow week, so you can only find me uh, writing at playtarget.com and theeaglesbeak.com. Appearance on all in sports talk that goes up Tuesdays. I also did a Liverpool preview show. Uh, with Anfield Index with uh, Dave Hendrick and Hari Sethi, so be sure to go check that out. I also did a Liverpool Tottenham preview for a Swedish Liverpool site, so I'll tweet that out when that's out. Did uh, you have to be Swedish? <laughs> I didn't. know. fortunately they're just translating it. Were, were, they, go, were, did it, were they all like the freaking Swedish? Uh, it's me! No, nope. bork 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 bork. It was just an email, man. <laughs> um, uh, but I do. I am sure that they like meatballs. Um, mm-hmm. Also, this is obviously going up Thursday, EPL Roundtable. The last one we did, we talked about international fixtures and awards for the season. Uh, the next one, obviously, will be out Friday morning, where we'll be talking all kinds of normal Premier League goodies. I think that's all of it. If it's not, you don't need to check out more stuff from me. Rob, great fun as always. We'll catch you next time. Peace!
0: at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.